If you uh, ever get the chance to travel to Rome, this is the time of the year that you want to be there. It's a very festive time, uh, very warm. But uh, on the 25th of June, there's the celebration of the birth of John the Baptist, which is exactly six months before the birth of Jesus. And uh, all of Italy closes down for those days. Actually, uh, the feast itself, the day before and the day after, and there are festivals everywhere. And then on this date, the 29th of June, with the Feast of Peter and Paul, they are, of course, the patron saints of the city and the diocese of Rome. So all of Rome shuts down again just a couple of days later to have festivals and drink lots of wine and just have a, a great time. And it's, it's a very, very wonderful time to, to be visiting there. Busy and crazy, but you know, especially in the evening, uh, lots of nightlife and sort of rubbing shoulders with the, uh, the folks in the city there. So try to schedule your vacation if you ever get to go for this latter part of June over there. You know, Christianity, our faith, um, it's not been passed down to us in a haphazard way. And of course, nor has it come to us without a great deal of struggle. And as a result of that, you know, Christianity, we have a lot of heroes. And uh, the two biggies are what we celebrate on this particular feast day. But all of these heroes, men and women who have given their lives to pass on faith in Jesus Christ. And so recalling the, the death of these two great apostles in the faith, Peter and Paul, who are the, the rock and the sword, is important for us, uh, again, to be reminded that simple men like these two, if they can do it, so can we. It's, you know, it can't be that difficult. Uh, these two saints rose to uh, the challenges of their day. Uh, they are, you know, the giants of our faith, but Again, you, you can't forget that they were only human. And so are we. And if Peter and Paul could live the life that Christ asked them to live, well, then we ought to be able to do that as well. You know, they, they had far less than we had, than we have today, as far as goods and houses and things like that. Travel was very, very perilous for them. Uh, you know, very dangerous. And in some cases, uh, in fact, we hear often in the scriptures, they experienced a great deal of prejudice because of what they were trying to do. And what they did have, what they did have, but we, including myself, sometimes lack, was an intense love for Jesus Christ. And not only an intense love for him, but, but a conviction that he was always at their side, that he was always with them in everything that, that happened to them and everything they did. You know, sometimes we're just like them. You know, we're, we're not the revered saints, certainly, but we go about the, the zealous business of our lives. And just like Peter and Paul, we... You know, we're products of diverse backgrounds. Uh, 
You know, I, I, I wish I knew this congregation better, but we're getting there. After six years, I do know quite a few of you, and uh, always working on trying to get to know the rest of you as well. And people come from all different kinds of places, uh, and we all have our own individual strengths and our own individual weaknesses, and and we all experience the call that God places in our hearts in in different ways. You know, we're chosen for related but different works in the church. Um, you know, as we hear in another part of the Acts of the Apostles, we're apostles of sorts uh, because we share in Christ's mission. And the keys that, that we hear about Jesus giving to Peter in our gospel this evening, um, those keys represent more than, than the power over the lives of others. This gift that, that Jesus gives to Peter uh, implies empowerment, not, not of Peter, but empowerment of us. You know, empowerment of all people in the world who consider themselves Christians through the apostles' commitment to, to saving people. And, and we're responsible for that as well, calling others to the Lord. And, you know, I know in, before I became a priest, certainly, um, you would hear somebody say that, you would think, that's my responsibility? That's Father's responsibility, or the bishop's responsibility. But no, it isn't. It's, it's each and every one of our responsibilities to live our lives in such a way to bring others to Jesus Christ. Your children, you know, the neighbors, the folks in the workplace, each in school, each of us have a responsibility to do that. And so Peter and Paul, the other apostles that we hear about so often, you know, they set the tone for it and have left the church in our hands to do this work. And Contemporary apostles are required to, to participate in the preaching of the gospel and the active practice of its values. And, you know, the, well, the most important way we do that is here, you know, in the liturgical life of the church. We share in, I mean, this isn't just to come around the table and watch Father do what Father does, but this is for all of us to enter into the sanctification of all of humanity and all of creation. You know, it's our prayer together doing what we do here in the worship of our God. And so, you know, we have a responsibility to help make one another holy. You've heard me say in here before that spouses have the responsibility of getting their spouse to heaven. Well, we also have the responsibility of helping to get everybody we meet, to heaven, to holiness. Anybody and everybody can be good. But holiness is something different. You know, I, I met with our PRP youngsters uh, the last couple of weeks, and you know, one of the questions that came out of there was, uh, you know, can, can an atheist go to heaven? And my answer to that is, well, we don't know. Well, they're good, aren't they? Well, yeah, they're good but they can't be holy because they do not recognize God in their lives. But we can't deny, you know, maybe there are atheists in heaven. Who knows what happens at the last moment of their lives? But we don't want to put ourselves in that place. We want to 
join in again to sanctifying and being sanctified, of becoming holy, so that we find ourselves at, at, as we live life to be a joyful people, and as we come to the end of our lives, to, uh, to be able to pass over into heaven and to remain there for eternity. You know, the, the healing work of Jesus Christ continues in and through us. And these apostles, again, gave us the example of how, how to do this, how to, to live it. Um, some reading that I've done recently t talking about why do so many people leave the Catholic Church? And uh, a lot of it points to the fact that people don't have a relationship with Jesus. You know, uh, they think that all they need to do is come to church on Sunday and that's the be-all and the end-all and it's important, it's extremely important. But that's the end of it, you know. It, but this coming to church on Sunday and being involved in the life of the community is about having a relationship. And the most important way we have that relationship with Jesus is through our brothers and sisters. But we're called to work on that. We're, we're, we're called to, to make that relationship a very, very important part of our lives. And, uh, and if we do that, then, then we won't leave the church. You know, we, you, you come to be a part of a community, you can't walk away from it. You come to understand what it's truly all about, and it's a place of love, you can't walk away from it. But you have to put an effort into that. It's not magic, it's not pixie dust, it's not just by the fact that you were baptized, but through your participation, through your uh, presence for catechetical purposes, you know, all of those things, learning uh, and coming into that deep relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter and Paul, that's the relationship they had. You know, we, we hear Peter proclaim, you are the Christ, you're the, you're the son of the living God. Peter came to know that. And that again is what our lives are called to be about. Uh, coming to know who this Jesus is and, and professing him as uh, you know, the Lord of our lives. Um, you know, listen and read and, and appreciate the saints because just as Peter and Paul, all the others who the church has declared saints are declared such because they have given the example. They have shown that, that quite frankly, anybody can do this. Anyone can become holy. Anyone can have that relationship with Jesus. And it's most important in coming to live our lives on this earth and again as we come to the end of them and find, hopefully, ourselves in heaven.